Get Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Gonzalez. Also, this podcast is sponsored by Salzer's Records. For 50 plus years, they have been bringing you the fucking hits, independent music shop in the area for many, many years. Um, man, if you want records, used and new, CDs, uh, cassettes, whatever you want. They got upstairs, they got an incredible gift shop, jewelry, bags, clothing, crystals for all you fucking hippies out there. They got an incredible pipe shop. Uh, all the utensils for you to get high as a goddamn kite and the adult shop, of course, for anything you want to insert or lube on your body is there. Salzer's Records, independently owned by the Salzer's family for 50 plus years. RIP, Jim. God damn it. I miss you. Uh, I'd love to see this place last another 50. Uh, check out all their stuff on social media. 5777 Valentine Road. Uh, right off Victoria Exit here in Ventura, California. Check them out, 11 to 7 daily. They are open. Also, walk your ass across the street to Salzer's Video, the last video store on earth. I mean, literally. How many video stores have you heard of? There's one. It's Salzer's Video. Shit that you cannot find on the internet. Imagine not being able to find it on the internet and then walking to a physical store and being able to find a DVD version of it. Or even VHS, maybe. You never know, dude. Check it out. Salzer's video right across the street from the record store. Um, that's it. Enjoy the episode. Bro, we're facing body boys, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what's up, dude. Yeah. Real to real, dude. Stop right, fucking around, dude. Yeah. Maybe we should, like... Shades on for the interview, dude. Look extra hard, dude. The future's so fucking bright. You gotta wear shades. Yeah, 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 dude. yeah normally I do it like right here, you know what I mean? But I had to fucking we can get clean and just fucking just look hard, dude. When you got all these guys in here, you gotta revamp, you know. I'm gonna rip this place apart and set it up in the corner and get rid of all this shit, dude. Bro, keep the shit, dude. Don't get rid of it. Yeah, you know. Not get rid of you it. You don't have bro. enough shit. I, I right, think you need sure. more shit, dude, to you be honest. So? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it really sets off the whole vibe. Yeah. Flat pack and fucking empty wall space here, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Jazz it the fuck up, dude. Come on, Craig. I know, man. Come on. Yeah, fucking come on, Craig. Boys in the house, come on, dude. Craig. Yeah. Woo! Right, What's this- up? So for those of you that are joining us, uh, we are going to play our first show together back from COVID, year and a half plus. We got Lungs in the house. They're playing with us tonight. Uh, please up? introduce yourselves and what you do in the band. Uh, Trevor, guitar, vocals. Dylan, drums, vocals. Greg, guitar, bass. Ooh, watch <laughs> out. True. Damn. True. Double dudes tonight? Sometimes. Yeah, we'll there you go. We and we're missing Greg, a member, Greg's right? a swinger, dude. You know what Who I mean? we missing tonight? Billy, he's the bass player, but founding member. Yes, you're just floating in, huh? Just, just throw me wherever you want, dude. What do you need, dude? I got you. (laughs) What happened to him? What he got a surgery or something, right? Yeah. Okay. Like like, smell real bad. Oh shit! Both hands. Yeah. Sometimes that uh, recovery process can be pretty long. Yeah. You know, he didn't want to push it, so it obviously makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, dude. Don't, I mean, yeah. after you go through all that to get a surgery, right, you're going to blow it out on a yeah. show at 
Gigi's and Ventura. <laughs> yeah, what better stuff. place? Yeah, yeah, that's, There's that's true. A lot of better yeah, places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm stoked to have you guys here, man. I'm, yeah, I'm, you know, like I said, it's fuck yeah. I know we've played a few shows together. It's, you know, I rarely get to interact with you guys. I know you're good friends with Rob and all that, but oh yeah. Um, I do want to say I'm fucking stoked on the record, man. Psychic Tombs, dude. Yeah, so it came out in the middle of COVID as well, right? Yeah, was it like a year October. now? October, right? Oh yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah, man, we're just super stoked on how it came out, dude. You know, yeah. fuck, it took forever to just really wrangle in, and you know, we're just uh, couldn't be more fucking stoked, dude. Yeah, man. It, I mean, it it really is. Good. I mean, I've been jamming it a lot, you know, knowing you guys are coming in and just listening to it, and you know, the, the easy comparison obviously is like every time I die, that kind of vibe, right? But it's hell yeah. But I mean, but I think it goes a lot deeper than that, dude. Like, there's some there's some weird elements in that fucking Bro. band, like. I play saxophone on the record. Did you know <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, that's so. that's how fucking deep it gets, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. I play sax I, on the record. Is this motherfucker on a sax? Yeah, and dude. It's you, huh? There's some squawk in there on the this fucking title track, dude. Huh. That's true. My first instrument, dude. Is it you really? Know? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Cool. Sinstrument, dog. You know what I mean? Hey yo, I, you get you can have a career later playing in malls on tables, dude. I, dude, you know I couldn't I mean? even get that far, dude. You know what I mean? Hey, get a fucking loincloth. Yeah, you know that, I mean? see, do, see, start the, doing some crunches. Get see, that core work in, bro. There's, you know, you just reverse the track, add some delay, reverb, you know, pitch yeah. shift it, whatever, make yeah. it sound crazy. Add to the madness. Dog. There you go. You know man. what I mean? Yeah. So you know, I mean, as no far mall, as like, no mall is gonna entertain that, dude. You know what I mean? A bummed out mall, I think. <laughs> Okay. All right. Maybe. I mean, I could see you in front of in front of Forever Twenty One, fucking just jamming, dude. I mean, I'm more looking like Claire's, to be Claire's. honest. That's that's kind of where I'm looking Claire's to land. Dollar plus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly, dude. Me, just keep me over there with right. the hair ties, yeah. dude. You only, know what I mean? Only payment is a fucking pretzel from uh whatever the pre- what's Wetzel's on? pretzels, dude. Come on, <laughs> it Wetzel's, rhymes. Wetzel's pretzels. Wetzel's baby. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, but so I mean, I hear like such wild shit in there. I hear like hardcore shit i hear fucking metal riffs i hear all kinds of stuff man like who writes i mean is a collaborative effort all right like for the most part i would assume but who do you does someone come in with the bulk of the riffs i mean how's it work uh, yeah pretty much i mean we all put the songs together okay um but i mean i write the majority of the guitar parts and all that kind of stuff yeah um but yeah, I mean, I just, I love all of it, man. You know, I love everything, you know, everything heavy and rocking has mm-hmm. weight to it. You know right. Absolutely. So, you know, one week I'll be listening to like No Means No a ton. Mm-hmm. I want to write a song like that or, you know, Hot Snakes or At the Drive-In or just. Right. Like, I love all that kind of stuff. All that, you know. You just absorb riffs, right? I'm a, I'm kind of the same. Like I write, like, not that you're ripping anything off, but I like, I absorb the shit that I'm listening to a lot of the time, you know? And I think a lot of it comes out in music. Cause even when we write, like I'll write riffs, like rip off Slayer, rip off fucking what, you know what I mean? Like just to identify it real quick. You know Absolutely, what I, mean? Like, just to dude. Fucking, I mean, not that it's a rip off, but it's in homage right. to, or whatever, it's, you know, it's inspiration, right? It's inspiration. Yeah. It's like, I'll hear like a riff, like a syncopated some kind of way or with some mm-hmm. kind of break in it. And I'm like, dude, that is so sick. I want to write a riff that has those elements to it. Right. You know? Right. And like, or like <clears throat> I love Mastodon and like they do all those chords with open strings and like that kind of stuff, which is just awesome. So we do a lot of that too. I mean, yeah, you know, I just love all that. I mean, stuff. yeah, there's, there's no way to not, uh, I think when you're being a creative person to have your influences not be a part of that or the right. things, the, the source 
whatever your own personal well that you draw from there, like there's no way to not have that be a part of what you're creating. You know what I mean? So everything from the riffs to vocals, whatever, you know, there's right. inspiration. When from- you meet someone arrogant enough to assume they were completely original, you know, that's oh, a hard out, right? Oh, <laughs> I mean, you're like, no, bro, my man. fucking sax playing is original <laughs> as fuck, dude. Yeah. Stop talking shit, Craig. <laughs> Anyone God damn it. They got original shit in them. You know what I mean? You might be able to tweak it. You know, make it yours, right? Like, my riffs are mine. Like, you can tell when I play a riff, it's my fucking riff. I wrote it. But, you know, for those influences to not come in. original, Craig. Right. I'm an OG, dude. No, the OC. OC. Original Craig. Craig. That's right. I'm actually not. My dad's name's Craig. Yeah. Well, can't win them all, dog. But I I just, it's crazy because it's the music to me is many, it's multi-genre, right? And then in one fucking song. There's that, I mean, do you guys, I know you guys repeat a riff or two, but like barely, right? And I used yeah. to write like that a lot. Like I used to write songs <laughs> that did not repeat a riff, yeah. but they would be like 12 minutes, right? Cause it was all sludge and doom. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. didn't need to, you know what I mean? Okay. But like, where does that come from? Like, where did you, what did you guys, obviously you were into punk and all that stuff when you were young, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, so when Billy and I started the band, we were just kind of texting one day about how much we love like Dead Kennedys and Black Flag. And so that's kind of where we got, I guess, the idea for the band was just kind of some straightforward kind of punk stuff, you know, trim the fat, like all that kind of stuff, you know, just be pack as much as you can into like two and a half minutes or two minutes. And, you know, I don't know, that first Bronx record is, like, incredible. You know? Right. And oh, yeah. Right. I, that that so record's quickly. amazing, man. Yeah. yeah. And Straight I, to the point, fucking yeah. hard, so, you, know, you know? I just, like, you know, you kind of leave people wanting more and just want to listen to the same song over and over because it's only two minutes and it's just, like, got so much in it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, very easily digestible. Yeah, totally. Sense. Yeah. Um, you know, and, like, we love everything from you know melodic stuff to stuff that's all blast beats and i guess we the whole gamut to, yeah yeah just try to bridge all the stuff we love yeah. kind of into one thing um you know so i guess yeah yeah there's definitely a lot of like you know trying to trim the fat and make the songs as like concise and as compact as possible right you know right. Yeah. for sure with with us but yeah yeah we've had other projects you know a long time ago or whatever that like had songs that were like seven minutes and like right had these bridges that were like four minutes <laughs> right long. yeah yeah so yeah I, hey, you're I, trying to change the world one riff at a time yeah, like exactly. yeah, totally. you know, i love that that was, that was super awesome and, I, and yeah. I still love that kind of music but i mean um it was just something that kind of speak started to speak to me in a just more kind of concise brutal kind of fashion right and uh I mean, there's just so much stuff that we love that, like I said, you know, just trying to push it all into one thing. Right. But you guys, the cool thing is, is you see bands that do that, right? They try to incorporate these genre, like just multiple fucking genres. It goes from a hardcore part to a fucking fast punk part to weird breakdown. You guys do it cohesively and well, you know what I mean? And there's very few bands that pull that shit off, you know what I mean? Because you see it, you see them, a fucking band that's four or five different, like, types of music kind of yeah and then this but it's like song the song the song right like all of a sudden it changes and you're yeah. like who the fuck yeah. is this band like this was a hardcore band but yeah. no <laughs> now they got a synth out and they're yeah. fucking you know they're all crying on stage you know uh, <laughs> yeah right exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly i look crying you're fucking crying you know but uh you guys do a really fucking good job of keeping it organic 
but like pure chaos, dude. You know what I mean? Because you really don't know what's coming next. Yeah. You know what I mean? All the, you know, every riff, you're like, I didn't see that one. I didn't see that one coming. You got to never welcome takes the you chaos. out of the song and never does any of that. So, you, I mean, you know, not that you need any kudos for me, but I love to see <laughs> bands. I grew up in that really like late 90s, 2000s, chaotic, hardcore shit, like sure. Botch and, yeah. you know, Converge and fucking oh, yeah. Coalesce and even bands like uh, Breathe the Resist, all the Louisville bands that were going on back then. There, It was like they had a really good fucking thing where it was like, a lot of different elements coming into this one cohesive unit. Yeah. And it's cool to see it coming back a little bit with you guys because everything is one thing now. It's like, we are a doom band. We are a fucking rock right, band. Right, right, we are right, the, right. You know, and it's like, it's hard to pin you guys down, which is cool. You know, yeah. it's, and I've always liked that. Like I like playing shows with a band that is a fucking weird, like, uh, you know, goth rock band and then sure. another fucking heavy band and, I like all that shit because I like all kinds of music. But... Oh, us, us too. And I mean, I think also like just us being fans of music, when you listen to a record, my probably you could say this for all three of us, when you, we listen to a record, probably most of our favorite records are records that are diverse, that don't just yeah, all right. hit the hit the nail on the head, even within the genre. Yeah, like Trev mentioned the first Bronx record, that is definitely like a kick in the nuts every song. But there's diversity within right, the music right. for that collection of songs. You right. know what I mean? And so I think, again, you know, bringing back the whole well that you draw from, I think that's just 100% reflective of how goes, where yeah. we come yeah. from. You know what I mean? That kind of shit. How long have you guys been jamming as lungs? Um, pretty much since 2017. Okay. So we've which is crazy. Like we were just saying when we were packing yeah. up, I was like, dude, I, it's really weird. Like it just does not feel like it's been four years. Right. You know, of the band. But I mean, our first record did just come out in October. Um, right. But you know, we yeah. were kind of sitting on that for a while because we just wanted to find a good way to release it. Right. You know, cause we self-released the first two EPs or first mm-hmm. three. Um, so Yeah. Yeah, and what a nightmare Dune Alter is, right? I mean, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's the greatest. We love him. Love I love Justin. that man to death. We have a long, long history with each yeah. other. Which is funny because oh. I found the label uh, through another band, this other hardcore band, and saw that he released it. So I kind of just started reaching out to him mm. by hearing about his label or whatever. Right. And then we slowly started to find out that, like, you know, he's like, you know, Rob Dean, and I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. The yeah. Dean dude. Yeah. He's yeah. He's <laughs> he's a nut. He's fucking so, nuts, dude. You know, it's just cool to have all those connections and you know the you know, seven degrees of separate. Yeah, because there's a weird there has always been a weird Ventura kind of LA connection, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Four hundred and twenty degrees. <laughs> 69 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, but yeah, there's always been a weird Ventura connection with those guys yeah. right like because i met i met justin and you know who is doing alter now but back then he was in a million other bands and yeah. all seven ancestors obviously which yeah. i'm sure you guys have seen or heard now but mm-hmm. um you know we knew each other when we were 15 years old and we were fucking little kids you know That's just playing so like awesome, dude. we were playing hardcore shows in a kung fu uh dojo in it together you know it was called kung fu corner in the valley uh dude that <clears throat> sounds pretty uh ripping dude. yeah it was awesome i mean it was great you know tell and me you guys had the outfits on while no you're... outfits but come we on definitely dude. played on the mats dude okay <laughs> <laughs> owner was not excited about it just fucking like new balance streaks all over. <laughs> fucking, you know what i mean because all those kids were into like hardcore like punchy hardcore yeah, yeah, yeah. which is not my thing at all and i love them to death yeah. but they all love to punch and kick the shit out of each other 
And we were like the psychos from Ventura that were doing like gnarly neurosis style. Okay. Yeah. Like doom and sludge and shit. (laughs) And, you know, we'd come in with full fucking stacks and just set our shit up in a pyramid. And, you know what I mean? We're fucking bumming out the crowds, you know? But me and Justin hooked up like immediately. Like, you know, these things. Tell me, he's like, you know, He's like, I was totally that guy that every show I played, I had to have my full stack. Oh, yeah. 100%. Dude. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It was all full stacks. I mean, there was points where my old band was playing out of not full stacks, but two half stacks each. Uh Uh-huh. Right? So we both had two amps and two cabs. Oh. The bass player had two Two fucking... Two 810. Well, it was a 415 and an 810 because you had to get the dynamics. Right? And then we would set them up. In a fucking pyramid, and then stereo the cabs. So it was like this fucking gnarly. I want to see a photo of this. Well, yeah, there's photos. It was gear mageddon, dude. I mean, it was ridiculous, and we would not, we would not falter. I mean, we played shows in like weird coffee shops, and everyone was like, "Do you guys know where you are?" I'm all, "Oh, I know where we are, bro." Do you know where we're about to take you? (laughs) Is what you should have said. We're gonna blow the power for one square mile in this. We're gonna take you to outer space, (laughs) dog. Get fun, ready. You know what I mean? And most people were all right once it got going. But <laughs> when you see that amount of gear come into a place, you're like, oh, come on. on. And even now, as like an old man, like I'm like, you guys are dumb, dude. <laughs> you know? But I get it. You know what I mean? I don't hate on it. But I'm like, oh, all the days, you know? Yeah, yeah I came up on like a, just an Orange 212 or right. whatever. And I was just like, dude, I'm I'm just going to use this at gigs now. I'm yeah. lazy to take the 412. It's yeah. Oh, totally, dude. dude. Yeah, at two twelves, and the funny part is, is that you get so much power and volume out of a two twelve or even a four twelve. Like at one point, the RAS scaled down from full sacks to six twelves. Yeah, like we use six twelves, you know. And we thought, oh, that's cool, you know. (laughs) Like now we're scaling down, (laughs) but it was still fucking chaos. That rules. Like every place, you know, every every place you go into, they're like. (laughs) Fucking, can you turn down and you're all honk and fuck yourself? And you do the fake, <laughs> yeah, yeah. fake turn down and then, you know, turn back up. We, That's I still great. Do that. Oh, yeah. All the time, right? Go, you might be a little loud. Oh, dude, fuck yeah. I got you, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, up a little yeah, bit. Up a little yeah. bit. Up a little bit. That's what yeah. you get for asking That's, stupid shit. You know, you know what's happening, right? Yeah. <laughs> that rule. There's, I mean, there's no greater joy than really pissing off a sound guy that has long hair, but also a huge bald spot. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> He's yeah. mad course. at you already for yeah. the gear that you brought in, you know? Of course. Dude. Um, of course. But, so the record came out, uh, obviously do an alter. It's fucking, I mean, everything's been smooth. I mean, how has it been? I mean, you can't do shit during COVID, right? I mean, has, right. have you guys got a good response at least? I mean, oh, yeah. or did you just kind of throw it out and be like, okay, fucking move on? Uh, I mean, we did everything we could, you know, to, um, you know, get get it out there and do all that kind of yeah. stuff. So we had some, uh, you know, promotion stuff and had an agent kind of like running stuff. So we got some cool responses and we got some stuff from, like, you know, overseas and whatever, which was super rad. Right. Um, but, you know, we'd been sitting on the record for a, a while and then we were supposed to release it like in April. And then obviously that's when everything kind of went to shit. So then it was like, okay, we shouldn't release it now. And then like all the riots and stuff were happening. And it's like, well, can't really release it during all that stuff because you know you don't want to take attention away from you know 
what's going on in the world. Yeah, that's what we did the same. It was like, yeah. let's just push it off a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's like, hey guys, I know you're fighting for fucking uh, racial rights and equality, but uh, have you checked yeah, out our record? Like, how tasteless do you want to be right now? Like, no, not, we're not, not tasteless. Now. No, man. bunch of white bearded guys. Yeah. Can I get some attention, dude? Yeah. Help. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, and then it just all, you know, and then after all that, uh, you know, it kind of like slowed down just a little bit. It was, you know, um, it was just like, well, there was no kind of end in sight at a certain point. And it was just like, you know, we've already been sitting on this for like almost two years. Um, so it was just, you know, kind of time to pull the trigger, get it out there and, um, kind of make a statement with the first record and, you know, just kind of go for it. So it's sick to finally play our first show with the new record out. Right. Even right. We've been Very sick. All these songs for <laughs> years you know, at this years. point. Yeah, yeah totally, exactly. man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah it was kind of cool though, because if we were just playing shows, um, we wouldn't have been doing any writing. And so it's cool to have like a ton of songs ready to go for the next. Oh, okay. Episode. So you guys got a whole new batch of shit, right? Yeah, oh yeah. That's great. Man. Were you guys able to kind of jam during COVID and all that stuff? Uh, I mean, a, a little bit. Uh, you know, just trying when it was hot and heavy, everyone kind of done yeah. did their yeah. thing, right? We were just kind of, you know, all in our own respective places. Kind of, we all have like little interfaces to just record stuff. So, yeah, right. I think we bounced around like thirty or thirty-five songs. Wow, you know, just yeah. because it's like you can't do shit. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, thirty-five songs gives me straight anxiety thinking about that. By the way, uh, yeah, yeah. Know, like, bro, going through it, it's like, all right, what five do we want to tackle next? It's like, oh, I just God. love listening to them, dude. I just roll them all in order. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah, it's like this is a ripper, and I'm like, through, that's bro. a ripper too. You know no, what I mean? Whatever, I know. Dude. It's great. It's crazy. One thing that we did do that was like super productive, I feel like, with our time was we ended up doing like a lot of other bands we that did like the live stream right. thing or yeah. whatever. <clears throat> we, you know, really kind of just pooled our resources, called up a bunch of our out of work friends mm-hmm. and said, Hey, do you want to work for us? You know what I mean? For uh beer or booze, yeah, you whatever. know. No one's doing and shit, right? Yeah. So we did the we did the live show thing, but like did it as best as we could. I know, and, and like, you guys nailed and, it. Dude. dude, we were so yeah. thrilled. Ours with, was like, a disaster. <laughs> it fucking was such a nightmare. Oh, it's a nightmare. I was like, I'll never do this again, dude. I'm gonna quit. I quit playing music. You know? And that was yeah. that was the thing, man. Like we we really put in a lot of effort to be like, right. what are the potential like things that Everything could derail this? Right. Yeah. Right. And how can we avoid this and work around this? Did you guys have it- an actual company that did the live stream, or did you guys do it no, all yourself? No, no, no. We all in house. Yeah. All in house. You guys did it all in house. I should have called yeah. you guys. We, we, we did fuck. Justin was one of the cameramen. Yeah, Justin, right. and then a guy that's uh, been like a photographer friend of ours that, right. that has shot a lot of our stuff right those two dudes shot the whole thing uh one of our really good friends basically like tracked it and like did all the yeah, ran all the sound like when we were playing it greg mixed it mm. i cut the video nice uh and um <clears throat> we were really fortunate enough to have uh not fest premiere it and right. it's on yeah. their youtube and all that other stuff and so that was really yeah. really so awesome. you guys so, pre-recorded it that's then, how, that's how it was, how but it was, yeah. the, the performance, performance is, is all live. live, right? Right. See, that's what we should have done. We would have we went tried to do straight on live, and immediately the fucking tank, the internet tanked, and <laughs> we ended it, up dude. on Instagram. You know what I mean? It was like fuck, and it's like, dude, anything that can go wrong will will fucking go wrong. Fucking record it, yeah, and then have right, it, and then just it's it was live. You know what I mean? Right. It's like 
You listen yeah. to it and it's painfully fucking live. Yeah, yeah, right. Just, you know, just not streamed yeah. in the moment because we didn't want to get fucking pissed in the face. Right, right, right yeah. Basically, it, man. Just wanted to avoid any kind of technical difficulties and which we had. Yeah, you know? yeah, which yeah. We definitely. Had. I had a friend that told me he's all. You guys should pre-record it and then stream that yeah. live. And I went, why? And then as soon as it happened, I went, oh, my God, you were right, boys you up. piece of shit. I know. Yeah, dude. But also, I mean, something you guys killed it with is the fucking music videos, dude. The 8-bit music video. Oh, thanks, man. Is that thanks, you? Dude. Thanks, man. How, much, how many million man hours did that fucking take? I, it, I guess all in, it probably was a year. It was maybe... A, uh, it was a, definitely a little over a year, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> I watched it. I was all, what the fuck, dude? Like I'm it, struggling out here to get a fucking basic <laughs> ass fucking video going. It, well, it, this guy's coming out with eight bit Mario Kart shit. Like, like, you know, so much of that time that you just said was, is like just learning how to do That's it. That's it. Right. Like learning how to right. animate and final cut. And like, and then it was like, okay, he got the first few scenes down and then he learned more and it was like, okay, well. Actually, I can make those like ten times better now. Yeah, that's right. Like a lot of that. That, I mean, that is so true. No, 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 curve. no. That's that's a hundred percent right. Because yeah. basically, I made the video right, and then um, I think I I don't know maybe sat on it for a week or something like that, and then I came back to it, looked at it, and I was like, "This looks like shit, dude. It's too slow." It needs to be more manic and like crazy, right, like right. the song, like the song, right? Yeah. And so there, we have a version of the old version of the video where, like, I ba- I redid the entire video, right? Kept some of the same ideas, but everything about it is different, and like <laughs> the pacing of it is way faster, and um, it looks a million times better. So right. in that year, little more, it I made the video twice, but it was also like the learning curve and everything like that, but. Yeah, right. when you go into stuff like that and like music, like, are you guys able to walk away from your shit and be happy with it, or is there always a thing that you should have fucking done? Like, when you guys actually are done with something like a video, obviously, video, there's always a thing you could do, right? But, sure, sure, sure. Like, but are you guys able? Like, I've grown. It's taken me years to like just be okay with what it was, what it is, right? Because you, you're your own worst critic. I think if you really think you're doing, you're killing it, like. Yeah. You're, you're you're fucking lying. so far gone, you're, you know. You're lying to yourself. Yeah, hundred percent, right? At the end of the day, it's like you're capturing that moment, and that is right. where that is in that moment. Right. It can always be better. You'll always be better two weeks after that comes out. But ultimately, it just comes down to like accepting, like, cool, this is fucking dope right now. This is the best. This is the best be. it's gonna be. Let's yeah. fucking move on. And you guys are okay with it though, because you meet people like, especially live. Like, uh, I've played with musicians that. Every fucking show, no matter how good it was, all they can think about is the one or two things they fucked up or right. whatever. You know what I mean? And it's like oh, we've all been there, dude. Of course, we've all done it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't destroy me. You know what I mean? I'm like, look, dude, people are moshing. We had a chick in a wedding dress get crowd surfed. Pretty good, pretty show, dope, right? You know what I mean? Like that's pretty rad. Yeah, you know what I mean? It was like we've had some wild shit happen while we're playing, but then you'll have members that are like, "Well, oh, I fucked up this one part." It's like. Dude, nobody fucking no cares. one knows. No one knows. You know. And the cool thing about playing in a band that uses a lot of dissonant chords, <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> Literally, no one knows. I mean, it's awesome because I'll maybe like hit something half step up, and it's like this just sounds like a sick chord. <laughs> Meant to do it. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Like being happy with things. Like, um, I think after we've spent a lot of time playing the songs live and it shows and stuff, there's things that just kind of naturally change right. after recording them. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, 
maybe as far as splitting up vocals or just whatever, or like, oh, I started just randomly hitting this note on the guitar as a transitionary kind of thing. It's like right. super sick, dude. I wish I would have kind of had that feel, but I mean, that's only after you sit with songs for quite a while. You kind uh, yeah. of start just like, you know, changing it into things or whatever. I mean, yeah. oftentimes for me, I've been playing with the same bass player for many years. Nick, incredible fucking bass player. We will fucking sit down and record and he will record a part and he, and he hits a note and I'm like, that's not the right note. He's like, I've been doing that for two years. And you're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Or, or like, I will be doing woo. a note and he's all, I've been playing this. I'm all, I've been doing it for fucking a year and a half. So, <laughs> yeah. and we don't even know until we fucking record, yeah. you know, that like live a hundred times you're playing, you're like, You've been playing that riff the whole time, and he's like, "Yeah, man." <laughs> like, no one fucking noticed. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so yeah. yeah, I've been playing that thing the whole time. You're like, "Fuck, man." Okay, but it just shows you like how much people don't fucking know. As long as the energy's there and the vibes there, right? 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I think that's definitely the biggest thing for us. It's like it's a pretty ripping show. The tunes are all pretty fucking ripping. Right. It's about like the big picture, you know. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm probably going to chump a fill tonight, dude. For you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Somebody's going to fucking, you oh. know, play a wrong note. 100%. Who gives a fuck? Right. I'm going to run out of breath during one of my vocals when I'm singing lead. 100%. For sure, dude. Right. Like, but that's not. Yeah, you're like Neil Peart on 45. Dude, dude it, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's, it's more about the bigger picture. Right? Yeah. I think when it comes to recording and, and all that other stuff, the, the, the things that we have put down, right. the way I look at them, it's, uh, time capsule man that's where the band was then i gave a fuck enough to like really put in some work to put down the best shit that i could at that time for those tunes and that's it so when i listen back i'm like yeah that's what it was and i'm stoked so there's not much fighting between you guys at all we're not fighters dude we're lovers dog right okay we're lovers right right. because i mean i'm i'm i can't be in a band with someone that's like you know, I look like a confrontational person, but I'm really. Oh, you look like a teddy bear dog. <laughs> yeah, but I'm really like, like when we write music, I write the ninety percent of the shit. Yeah. But it really, whatever serves the song wins. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a big guy. That's of like, it. Let's try all the things. Yeah. You got a fucking idea. You got an idea. Let's, uh, let's try them all. Yeah. And ninety nine percent of the time, everyone will agree in the moment. This is the thing that we need to do, whether it's his or mine or yours. I, I think we're in, we're in the same you know boat. I mean? I mean, there have been times where we've like written choruses and rewritten choruses and whatever, you know. And it's just like it doesn't matter whose idea it is, and right. it, I don't care who sings lead on whatever fucking song. It truly doesn't matter. Right. It's just about whatever the song is, and that's definitely something that we've yeah, done it's as well. Serves yep. the fucking music, yeah, right? I mean, you know, it's like- and being brothers, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's no none of that shit comes into it. No, no, dude. No. So weird. They don't. No. They don't fight. So no, here's what I want to ask no. you. <laughs> oh, dude, for real. Is it and, weird? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I we've been in bands yeah. together for well over a decade. Now. Right, long right. time. And they just don't fight. No, man. So okay, obviously we got the brothers Howard, right? Yep. And Casey, your brother, is an incredible yeah, fucking album. artist. Did yep. our album work. What is wrong with your family, dude? Like, okay, here's what I'm saying. Either your family is the best family on earth, your parents, 
or they're the worst fucking parents on they're earth. The greatest, and you guys, the greatest people. Is it? Is that it's what it is? Better than this Snapple. Is is. Fuck you better guys, than right? Snapple, dude. Yeah, no, it's seriously. Really like you guys grow up, your guys are all crazy fucking talented. Oh man. I mean, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna smooch your butt, but it really is crazy when you meet brothers that like. I have, there's a, some brothers in Ventura, the, the Weisenbakers. Mm-hmm. Every one of them are fucking so talented. Like, at every, whatever weird avenue they take. Sure. So crazy talented. Like, what the fuck? Why? What do your parents do to you? Oh, they man. give you Wheaties every day and vitamins <laughs> and hugs. How many hugs, dude? Do you guys get all the hugs? We're lovers, dude. You know, so yeah, there's a lot of fucking hugs, dog. Of Let's course. Say, yeah, fuck yeah, of course, dude. Wild, dude. <laughs> I'm just like, there's got to be some darkness, right? Really Where's the darkness? Man. Did he beat you? Did he throw you in the fucking dryer every once in a while? Come on, man. I am a Where's small guy. I, I don't know if I'll fit in the dryer, he's, though. He's extremely I strong. Think, <laughs> I think one of the main things that runs through the Howard family is willpower. Okay. So I I can speak for myself is that playing guitar and singing and doing all these things, literally none of it came naturally at all. Right. Hours. <laughs> sure. It. Yeah. Yeah. And totally. Actually, a very energetic, passionate person. Right. So it's just like you combine Absolutely. those three things and then you just kind of go for it. I, I would say that our oldest brother is the one who's probably the most naturally talented guy. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's Casey, yeah. right? Yeah. So. What, how, what's the order? Casey, me. You and then baby. Okay, yeah. got it. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I think there's just that extra, like, you know, you know, in the movies when there's that, like, fucking button that's like, blow everything up. Uh, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. I think the one thing, if there was something like that for us, but it's just like an intensity button, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is your dad and, and, and my mom like that? What are your parents I, like? I know my dad is for sure. Is he? I, I'm, is he a musician? He's a scientist, dog. Okay. What kind of scientist? Yeah. So I think fucking doctor, dude. (laughs) That's true. Okay. Well, Doctor Howard. Yeah. So I think that's it. (laughs) Right there. Like, interview's over. That's it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely one thing that you know we all kind of have, and that I think has been something that's (laughs) between a common thread between all of us that we've been able to overcome certain things. I think because there is that. It's a blessing it, and a curse. Dude. That's also true. What, so, you what know. is the blessing and the curse? The, 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 intensity, the intensity button, dude. Okay. The intensity but button. But it does dude. run through your family. I yes. think it's a common thread between the and three of us. And your parents are together and everything? Yes, sir. God damn. What so the fuck? Bro, huh? bro, that's the intensity are button. Are you from a broken home Intensity like button for love, dog. Love, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, so you have you fuckers have no idea dude, how weird you are. Your parents are deep. <laughs> Seriously, like the greatest people. Like you meet yeah. them, and you're like, "Wow, these are some great people." Yeah. And then you hang out with the folks, and you're like, "Yeah." I hey, Greg's parents are fucking rippers too, I'm dude. Sure you know what I mean? Yeah, like you got to hear his dad play bass, dude. Okay, you know fine. what I mean? It's fucked up. Yeah. So but broken home, probably right. A lot of you know. Fucking bass player, bro. <laughs> yeah. Come on, exactly. bro. From Philly, dude. Yeah. Come oh, on. Oh yeah, there you go. Philly Gregor yeah. over That's here, dude. Chaos his life, dude. I could see it in his eyes, you know bro. I mean? But it's like you know the the theory is always that you can't be a fucking super talented, awesome fucking dude with, unless you come from a broken fucking wild background, right? And that's you see it with comedians, you see it with all kinds of sure. shit. You see a lot of musicians, you know what I mean? But it's like, and I'm from an insanely wild fucking background, you know what I mean? And I, I went, I I want to hear about that more well, than my I own. We can talk about it, but. You know, it's always interesting to me. Original meet, Craig got them stories, dog. Oh, Come on, dude. Dish, baby. Dish. I've talked about it plenty on the podcast. I'm from a line of fucking gold miners. Oh, that's you know, tight. Like my dad owned a gold mine when I was a kid. I was raised in the middle of the fucking desert. 
One oh. of the members of the Manson family was my babysitter when I was a kid. I had a fucking oh. wild upbringing. Dude. This bitch Bro. had a cross carp in her forehead. Bro. Dude, <laughs> these stories just sound like they're laced with 24 carats, dog. You no, know what I'm saying? Yeah. It sounds like I'm it, loving all of this. The, the thing about gold miners is they are not good humans most of the time. Right? They're busy making money, dude. No, That's no. why. Well, my so my dad owned a gold mine when I was a kid. Uh, and it ended up the land got taken from him when Bush Senior established the or not Bush Senior uh, when they established the EPA and did these massive land grabs right. Whoa! So he lost the ability to mine his mine because of some fucking endangered horny toad or flower or something. Whatever. Where, where is this again? Out where was the, the mine? Way, like so, the Mojave backside of Death Valley. Okay. Oh, no, that, Ridge okay. Crest. Yeah. way the fuck out there right i was raised in it's like china lake essentially okay you know but i've i've got like a wild fucking you know parents divorced when i was young the whole deal single mom four kids you know all that shit but it's always a, such a shocker to me most of my family's made it out but it's by sure. you know scrimping and and having to fucking figure it out so i'm always shocked when i meet people that are wildly talented well-rounded and nice and they come from perfectly nice homes you know you're like really so you don't have to fuck up your kids to make crazy awesome people like hey, this bro is the rome wasn't built in a day dog you know what i mean dude you yeah. know you know with our dad being a scientist he got a what kind of science agriculture okay um, not even sure what that is, yeah, but I'm sure right? he gets paid by Monsanto, right? Uh, actually, that's his direct competition. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. But Fuck I mean, you, uh, Monsanto. Fuck Monsanto. Oh. <laughs> Fuck Monsanto. No, he hates no. him. Fuck I bet he Fuck does. Fuck you, yeah. Monsanto. <laughs> uh, so, we, we moved around a ton as kids, like all over the world and shit like that. So, really? Yeah, so I think that's kind of what really uh, made us a tight-knit family is that, you know, since we had to relocate and kind of like build new group friends and all that other uh, group of friends, whatever, you know, um, we just always had each other or whatever. Yeah, you know I mean? okay, and, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, my dad's 100%. a huge music fan, like, you know, Ramones, Beach Boys, Neil Young. So music was in your house your whole life. Oh, yeah. Where did Absolutely. you guys live? Where did you guys grow up? Well, Northern California Bay Area a lot of the time. Okay, um, yeah. And then England and then Switzerland and wow. some other crazy shit, you know. So, um, you know, music was always kind of the constant. You know, my dad never came home and talked about science. You know, right. He just came home and talked about, like, the new Deftones record that we got. Or That's whatever. true. Oh, really? So he was interested in your guys' music. Yeah, that was the other coolest thing. Yeah, it went, it went both ways, for sure. Right, that's yeah. cool, man. Yeah, yeah. So he wasn't one of those guys who was like, oh, my day, we listen to this shit or whatever. I think the only thing he wasn't really down with was like Slipknot. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was yeah, there were a couple things he wasn't into, but yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I mean, we went to like a Static X show together. Wow, that's <laughs> cool, awesome. man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a static X thing with my old man as well. Dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, I get I, you. I, I, I could say that we have, I, him and I personally have. That's true. I remember working, I worked at a, a record store here called Wild Planet, and mm -hmm. I worked at Salzer's for years, which is the big record store in town. After that, I went to the other, the smaller one that was downtown, and I, I had no idea who that band was, right? But these guys walked into that record store oh, okay. with the hair. <laughs> they didn't, the, like, an in-store you know, or something like that? No, they were just walking downtown, right? Oh. Like, because it's right, it was at Ventura Theater. Oh, oh gotcha, know, gotcha, So gotcha, they were just, gotcha. like, walking through downtown, and Wild Planet had big green flames on it. It was Owned by a fucking gay dude. It was like a punk rock fucking yeah, okay. head shop music, the whole deal, you know. A lot of fucking shoes, you know. The gays love shoes, dude. Um, but um, uh, anyway, they walked through, and I remember going like, 
what the fuck? Like, because yeah. this guy's hair is like two foot tall. And oh, yeah. I'm a punk, dude. Like, I've seen some Mohawks before. Yeah. And they got the makeup and the things. And oh, I'm yeah. like, what the fuck are these guys doing here? You know what I mean? And oh, yeah. About maybe a day later, I see their music video on MTV and I'm like, oh, that's yeah. who that was. You know, you're like, yeah. but you know, the static X days, you know, there's nothing like it. It's a fucking time, dude. You know, it was, it was a time. time. It was a time. It was a good so what's your background, man? Where have you, like, obviously your dad's a bass player from Philly, right? Yeah. Did you grow up here in LA or? No, Philly. I moved out here when I was 19. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, dude. Growing up in Philly is pretty awesome, dude. I've okay. spent some time there. But Greg, when did you start gigging in Philly? Ooh. Oh, dude, when I was like 16. Really? Yeah, dude, my old man had me doing cover gigs and shit. He was like, all right, cool, you fucking ready. You ready to work, dude? Here you go, fucking. Hell play. yeah, he throw you <laughs> out there? He's I was making 100 bucks a night. Dude, dude I can actually that... hear the accent now that, now that you said it a little bit. <laughs> that's a 16 year old. That's awesome, man. Making 200 bucks a week. What kind of cover That's band? great. Oh, dude, I was in this band with these fucking, with these dudes, and we were doing like, I mean, we did everything from like Rolling Stones to Slayer. No oh. joke. <laughs> In one how, long, how long were the shows? Three one-hour sets. Wow. So That's a lot. Was, and That's a lot. Everybody was twisted, dude. We'd go in this like season to the abyss, and it was no way. Yes. <laughs> so hey. you grew and up and do like immigrant song after it. Nice, like, man. Dude, it was dope. That's rad, man. So growing up in Philly, right? I mean, I've spent some time there. I played a lot of shows there. What was, I mean, what got you into that type of shit? I mean, your dad, obviously, but Dude, I mean, what was going on back then? Like the relapse record shit was going <laughs> yeah. off, right? Like what was going on around then when you were getting into shit? I mean, do you like, remember any of that stuff? In the music scene? Yeah. Like, cause I remember playing, we played some crazy house shows over there in South Philly. Yeah. Uh, we played, we didn't do anything with relapse. But we played. Yeah. Relapse was right off some Street, fucking right? bar that was, I mean, there was, this is like early 2000s. Cadillac bar and grill on maybe. the second floor in South Street. That might, that sounds <laughs> all right. Yeah. Or maybe it, it, cause it was like Dobbs from way back in the day and then it was a cadillac bar and grill okay and that had like the shitty upstairs load in i feel like that it's it's it, right my, my groin is tingling so i yeah. yeah dude that place totally. sucked bro <laughs> <laughs> i had some great shows there dude Did you? Yeah. I had some, absolutely yeah man. There was a, i mean there was like a cool music scene because you're probably talking early mid 2000 yeah right? no yeah early like late two, 90s mid 2000 yeah, to mid 2000s so, yeah like that was when there was this band like silver tide that was coming okay. up and all these guys yep. and there was that whole fucking thing and everybody was trying to ride the like rock and roll train right your boy over here was trying to bring that fucking active rock heat dude you know <laughs> hell yeah heat, dude you know? i didn't even yeah. know that's, new, that's the new lungs <laughs> record by the dude, way active rock heat dude yeah, yeah. Pencil, <laughs> pencil it rips, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Syncopated drop D rips. That's where I was at. But did you have yeah. the goatee at that time? I had, like the little shitty, like hell yeah, like, dude. My, well, my first goatee. Nice. It was a new metal day. It was a new metal day. Right. That's true. Yeah, it was new metal. Don't right. oh, yeah, so, sell yourself yeah. short, dude. It was new metal, but like we were doing this whole thing, and whatever. Anyway, man, it didn't mm. work, and. It, yeah, the dudes were fucking insane, and I just peace. So it was like, dude, deuces, dogs going to the West Coast, and you bailed out here, huh? Yeah. So what? I mean, was it just you wanted to get the fuck out of there and get I, to I LA? Had to get out of Philly, man. It was yeah. like because it's it, a. It can be bleak over there, dude. It's, it's, it can get it's, bleak it's, real it's quick, rough, man. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. want to be the guy that in never left thirties that was just at the top of like the cover band scene, playing top forty gigs, like making money, but like yeah playing top 40s i didn't want to do yeah. it i wanted I'd much rather struggle the rest of my life right, out here right. doing some shit than doing that 
Yeah, man. That's cool. And yeah. so you came out, where did you land in doing? Did you get a job? I mean, what the fuck? Did you just gigging. start from zero? I started, I started like session work and I worked at Guitar Center in Sherman Oaks okay. for like eight or nine months. Oh, okay. So I was like fuck working yeah. there and then I got a gig and it was like this pop gig and it was paying like really good bread. Nice. So I kept one day a week and I was buying shit with my employee discount from Guitar Center. And then I called out like three weeks in a row and there was like a new manager that came in and I didn't even know. And they called me <laughs> like, yeah, so we're going to let you go. I was like, makes sense. I got one more piece of gear to buy. I'll come in and sign the shit. I'll quit. You yeah. Give me the gear. And they're like, absolutely. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why Guitar Center is, is going rule? under right now. <laughs> Dude, this, is, this is 2000. Yeah. This is like 2005, maybe early 2006. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a good time. So you man. really got out here, got into gigs, and started playing pretty yeah, immediately, dude. Yeah, that that's was awesome. Insane. I mean, obviously, had some trial and tribulations. Of course. I yeah. for bankruptcy yeah. when I was 22 years old. So Perfect. Yeah. You know, that's good. So hey, it's a time ripping. to do it, right? I got that whole story just a couple days ago. <laughs> yeah. I got about it. It hey, man, great. it was one of those things where it's like, by the time I hit 30, this will be gone. And guess what? It's like having kids young. Bye-bye. You know what I mean? By the time you hit 30, you're basically fucking done, right? Dude, it, oh, that's great. Same, same yeah. thing works with bankruptcy. So if, you're, <laughs> if you catch yourself in So what's your credit Angeles? looking like now? 780, fucking 800? I'm, I'm in the 720. Hey, not bad, dude. Look at this guy. Yeah. A couple years ago. Adapt, overcome. Adult over here. Yeah. Dude, that's great, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a good financial advisor, too. Let there me tell you. That's good, man. I have. He's really grown, man. I've got a portfolio now, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm really, I'm really into Roth Iris. Um, (laughs) Bitcoin is the way of the future. You know, you know her too. Yeah, (laughs) that's cool, man. So, and how did you guys meet? Uh, You said you've been playing music over a decade, right? It's just in LA. So Dylan and I met on an audition, like right after I moved out here. Uh huh. And then we, I started crossing paths with these guys. I was in yeah. another band that was at the same rehearsal spot. Okay. And then these guys were in a band with a buddy I was in, with a buddy I was in a band with before. I was going to say you and were in we, your buddy, yeah, dude. We were, we, we've <laughs> all been out. inside our buddy. Yeah, totally. And, uh, you've been in a van, you've been inside your buddy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. we started, we were playing in his band, and then I joined their band at the time. Okay. That was not lungs. No, no. Yeah. What was the first intro? Uh, the first version of the. I mean, what band was that at the time? It well, was, uh, it was called Thread. Thread. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, that was the one I was talking about with like really long songs. Right. Right. Yeah. Meaningful. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, it was super rad, but it was like really our first go around at like putting uh, everything we had into a band, right. and writing a record and stuff like that, because we'd just been kind of gigging before. And I mean, me too, you know, I, I moved out to LA uh, when I was 20. So um, those were my first gigs that I'd ever played when I moved out because I was living overseas and, you know, so there's not really many like gigs happening over there, you know? Right. Um, So yeah, uh, it was like I said, our first kind of putting our all into a record and uh, it was awesome. Came out great, but you know, uh, just stylistically things have changed a bit yeah of course yeah, yeah totally and is that the first band you two were in together as yeah. as, as brothers so yeah. Dude, yeah you know what happened the intensity button that we were just talking Bam. about that's what yeah dude that was no different loves, dude yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's awesome man constantly pressed yeah yeah it is true. I mean, there's not many lulls in that fucking band, dude. No. It's yeah. nice. Because even when I told you guys, I'm like, you guys got a 45-minute set. And you're all, 
That's like 50 songs, dude. <laughs> I mean, I had to be real with you, no, dude. I like, it, you, know? you know, you know, we were and like, the hey, you go from the better this. it is. And I was right? like, dude, more people. There, if but... we play a 45 minute set, I might die, <laughs> or all of us might, so to be I honest. I, you know, I didn't consider it. You know, what I mean? <laughs> I'm trying to be nice and give everyone a nice amount of time, right? That's you know what I mean? But it's like it was so funny. You're all no, dude. What, 25, 30 minutes, period. Yeah, New Year's Eve 2019, we got asked to play. I think it was like a 30 minute set. No, it was no, it was 40 minutes. We did like 16 songs, and this was my first show. Oh my god! And it's like cool, dude. I I really didn't enjoy it. Headlining sets 25 minutes, bro. Totally. Opener sets 25 minutes, bro. Yeah, yeah. I've never. I mean, we're always at you know 40 minutes, 30 to. I mean. Maybe fucking fifty, right? Well, you guys I mean, have average length, songs, right? Average length right? songs, right? Like but, three and a half to five minute right. songs and whatever, and yeah. you know whatever in that realm. Ours just yeah, they're on the other two side of that. Under right, yeah, I mean, for the most part. But I remember like the Wrath, my older band. We did our final show out here, right? And we would get complaints all the time, like, dude, you guys should be playing longer. You know what I mean? Because we do shows, there's sure. five hundred fucking people there. It's like we're doing forty minute sets. You know, it's like so. Finally, we're like, all right, last show. We're going to play every single fucking song. Oh, my God. So Hour and a half fucking set, right? And, I mean, I'm – I'm di- And I'm yelling the whole time with everything I fucking got, right? We ended up taking Molly halfway through the set. You know, so I'm oh, lynched. Oh, like, by the time we're halfway through, and we made it, dude. But I an hour and a half, and I was like, never again. <laughs> never again will I ever fucking do that, dude. It was – the longest, I mean, I played, I was in a uh, Tom Petty cover band as well. Yeah. You know, which I'll be fucking RIP, God damn it, you yeah. know? Of course. Um, but, uh, and that, I understand how you could play an hour and a half. Of course. No problem, because yeah. you, you've hit about 25 notes. Yeah. Like, you know, but when it's like your guys or the wrath was fucking out of control, hour and a half, I was like, about an hour in, I was like, we got 10 more songs? <laughs> dude, that sounds fuck, rough, dude. dude. If, we, if we ever get to the point where we need to do Longer, longer, longer sets. sets like that the way we're gonna do it is just have like some jams in between yeah just be a doom band oh you're dude. gonna have to be a doom band for a while oh yeah yeah dude. totally man. write a new record dude <laughs> yeah yeah dude just getting through the 25 minute set or whatever like right. tonight it's it's a tall order dude it is man. you know what i mean right. all the singing and all the playing dude on everybody's end dude it's it's full intensity you know it's a lot man you yeah know? especially when you got a band that you know you always see bands that they are playing right and the music's killer but they don't move they don't fucking yeah you know what i mean like and i'm not saying you have to be throwing your fucking guitars or anything right, like right, that right. but it's like when you watch a band that plays intense music and has zero movement or like even I looks like they're having fun. That. It's the worst, right? The worst, dude. I'm not into it, man. It's I'd the fucking hear, worst. Yeah, I'd rather hear the guitar player making all these horrible wrong notes and whatever if he just so playing. You know what I mean? Give me some intensity, dude. Of course, yeah, man. bro. If I just wanted to fucking chill, I'd just be at home listening to the record. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And when you watch someone that has no intent, I've always been a big guy in. You gotta fucking perform a little bit. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, a show, it's dude. Not fake, right? It's I'm a not show. Funny. It's a fucking show, right? Remember, uh, when I was a kid, I saw the video of at the drive-in playing on David Letterman, and like at the Which end, is great. Omar like yeah. throws his guitar and right. then, like, dives over the amp and like runs off stage. And you can tell David Letterman like thought it was the worst thing. Totally. Ever heard <laughs> yeah. I was like, 
this is exactly <clears throat> right. what I want to do with right. my life, dude. You know what I mean? No, totally. It yeah. inspired a generation of fucking kids, yeah, right? Yeah. There you was know, a definitely. band called Angel Noah's by the Trail of Dead. Do you remember uh, that yep, band? Yep. You guys ever see them live? Yeah. I never did. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, fucking incredible. But those guys, and it, like the music's not crazy, right. but the it way they would so fucking hard. perform yeah. was nuts. I mean, they would throw a fucking guitar dude, across the stage at the end of a song, and then a fucking roadie would hand him another one. It was like, and it wasn't pretentious. Like, that was the thing. Like, you could do that shit, and it looks pretentious, right? Dude, I ended up, well, both of us ended up touring with one of their old road crew guys, T-Rope. Oh, really? Oh, really? T-Rope. And he was just talking about, he's like, it was an amazing show every night, but it was working for those guys yeah. was a fucking nightmare. Because he's like, dude, I basically just had to rebuild their instruments totally. all Every day long. Night. And they changed. Yeah, right? so exactly. They're, like, they're fucking one time the guy's playing drums and he's yeah. playing this and they're all switching yeah. and fucking guitars are flying. But it's like with the lights and the sound, yeah. they fucking put on a show, you know? What oh, I mean? totally. Yeah, a couple of great records, man. Oh, like, absolutely. Uh, yeah. 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 Source tags and codes. That's what it is. Yeah. It's incredible yeah. Album, I haven't man. heard. I haven't listened to it in a long time, but yeah. yeah, I do remember as you know, being younger and watching them and going like, I want to fucking do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to bring that out in people. Dude, you know, I, when I, when not throw my guitars, but <laughs> I, I, need, I need those fucking things. Yeah, so, yeah. I saw them. Uh, yeah, somewhere in LA, I can't remember the venue. I always forget the name. But uh, I went to the merch booth, and the singer Jason was was there. And uh, <laughs> I was asking like what kind of shirts they had, and they only had like the guy shirt in like a size of like two XL or something. Right. I couldn't get, and then but they had every size of the girls' shirt. And he was like trying to sell me this chick shirt with like the big like cut open. Like, like a rock star, and you'd look great. And I'm like, you're not gonna sell me. Good salesman. He's all you poly, you buy, fucking yeah. get it, dude. You know. I would have given you my money if you would have had a you know a shirt. Yeah, it's got to be tough being a scrawny guy these days, dude. I mean, honestly, it's there ain't there ain't too many scrawny dudes. You know, what are you at a hard medium? Hard medium, hard medium, small. Yeah, dude. Just yeah. For the expansion, just yeah. have a little more breathing room. There you go. Yeah, exactly, totally, man. Yeah, it's, I mean, when we make shirts, it's like XLs, XLs, double Xs, yep. fucking some larges. X, Throw dude. some mediums in there. Yeah. Smalls for the anorexics. You know what I mean? What, dude, what size is Burger Wolf? We got this promoter in Lancaster. Lancaster. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's yeah absolutely. Exotic. We got him a 4X, dude. Ooh, hell yeah. Dude. He's a big guy, dude. Burger Wolf yeah. is a big uh, guy. Yeah. yeah, for Burger sure, dude. Do we it. played a lot of shows out there. Yeah, yeah. We was, played a lot. Was of Iron Mike shows. 4X? Or was it 3X? 3X? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Lancaster, have you guys yeah. played out there? Yeah. The British shows get wild every time. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty wild, dude. Right. Yeah. yeah. We play with all these DB bands. Oh, okay. They're awesome. But I think the people just like. We we don't have really like one steady kind of beat go through any right sound. right everything yeah. is really rhythmic and angular or whatever so I think the D beat crowd just kind of like has no idea what's going what to on do yeah well and also Lancaster is insane because that's kind of where I'm from right okay I'm from Roseman Lancaster yeah but then also I spent most a big portion of my life way further out in the desert like past Mojave and all that shit okay yeah yeah so every time we've ever played Lancaster has been like knives and guns getting pulled and people fighting and <laughs> yeah. bottles getting broken on people's fucking heads. It's been, I mean, one time we played a show and this was in an old band. And uh, so John Scheimer was, it was his show, his band. And uh, basically the owner of the fucking club or his best friend punched this kid so hard in the back 
that it cracked his fucking skull open, right? Holy Wait, shit. So, he got punched in the back? No, and it in, no his in the back of the venue. Oh, Something okay. happened. Okay. And the, it was either the owner or the his right-hand man punched this fucking kid that was at the show so hard that it cracked his fucking head open, right? So this uh, kid's on the ground. We're in the van, like, smoking weed, and we just see this kid hit the ground, blood everywhere. We're like, what the fuck? Right? <laughs> You're going too fucking high And this is at, like, a fucking... It's at a billiards place or like a pizza party. Right? <laughs> so it's already like wild, right? And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. so we're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, this is nuts. And, you know, I'm from the desert, so I understand the mentality yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most of my friends are from here, and it's a beach <laughs> town, dude. There's not a lot of, I mean, there <laughs> yeah. was some violence back in the yeah, day, yeah, but yeah. it ain't like that now, right? So they're not ready for this. So anyway, fucking shit's starting to get amped up. The next band goes on, which is my buddy John. And, he fucking he's singing for the band and he in the middle of a song finds out what happens takes the drummer's stool and whips it into the fucking bar as hard as he can breaks the bottles the mirror behind it shatters right now oh, it's this is chaos. wild people are tearing the fucking place and we're talking three four hundred people in this place <laughs> tearing the fucking Shit. place apart right yeah. so now they're finally fucking people are fighting they're getting shoved outside it ends up in the parking lot and fucking the cops show up in riot gear. They're stomping the owner's car into nothing. They're fucking, I mean, windows are smashed, hoods smashed. Dude, this is and insane. they're like, off the punks, off the punks. And the cops are showing up. And I'm like sitting here with a fucking, like a wheat, like a pipe in my yeah. hand. I'm like, this is fucking nuts. Huh? <laughs> like, Can we get out of here, please? You know, and you're like, God yeah. damn, dude. And every show in Lancaster has been like that. Every time we fucking played. I felt very unsafe and uncomfortable every show we play. Yeah. Oh, dude, absolutely. Yep. It's, like, it's nuts, dude. dude. I, and and I fucking love it. Yeah. Like, I, I love it. You got to have that danger element. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, every dude. once in a while to fucking keep you on your toes. Oh, yeah. Philly. South Philly. You play a show in South Philly, you better be on your fucking toes, dude. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. All day. You know, I remember playing shows out there and they're like, yeah, you can walk two blocks this way. You can't go this way. Do not go this way. They will kill you. And I'm like, yeah. really? And they're all, yeah, <laughs> they'll kill you. Dude. You're like, okay, you know, it's like some punk house, like yeah. in a basement that we God fucking played. You know, yeah. so there's some neighborhoods, man. But Lancaster's one; they get wild over there. Hey, man, if the show goes off and it, it's worth your while to go out there for a rowdy one, and then right. just fucking bounce, bounce, out, yeah. you know, like totally. so be it, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? So be it. Fuck yeah, man. Well, uh, I think we did it. Yeah, we dude. did it, dude. Um, let's go play a fucking show, huh? Yes. Absolutely. Where can everyone find your shit? Give some fucking Instagrams and all that. You know, give, I'll give you some self-promotion time. Go ahead. Instagram is at lungslungs. Um, yep. Lungslungs.com. You can find all the music and obviously all the, just look up the lungs on the Spotify. Yeah, that'll take you everywhere. Yeah, yep. That's got all the shit. All right, man. Um, I'm not forgetting anything, am I? No, man. I mean, that's it. Cool. Fuck it, man. It's a pleasure it. having you guys on, man. Oh, I really yeah, appreciate dude. it. Dude, I'm glad stoked, you guys bro. came in. I mean, that's a pain in the ass. Get everyone up here early. Oh, but, man. Yeah. We're stoked, we're stoked dude. Unless we're all bruised up tomorrow for some reason. <laughs> I'm like, I'm really sorry, guys. I didn't think the show was going to be like this. <laughs> hey, dude. I... Dude, I want to be, I, I want to be like you, the guy that's either fucking high or drunk from a distance, watch me like, yo, that's some crazy shit. Hey, dude, and you know what? Good thing we're on first and you're on last, dude. <laughs> I gotta you know what I mean? It all, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. Fuck yeah, man. As always, please rate, review, follow, comment, tell your fucking friends about this podcast. I am seriously floored and overwhelmed by the positive feedback I've been getting. 
Uh, this thing's building. It's growing. Check out the videos on YouTube. Hit that notifications bell. Subscribe. It helps me get, you know, towards, I guess, getting ad revenue. It's something that seems so far in the future, but it could happen. Uh, so check that shit out. Also, please check out the Patreon. $1 a month gets you in the door. Uh, higher tiers get you higher shit. But these podcasts go up a week early on Patreon, plus bonus, foot- bonus footage, uh, tour stories, exclusive content, all that shit for $1 a month. Patreon.com slash Good Heavy Podcast. And lastly, check out the merchandise, localshop.com slash Good Heavy Podcast. All of your T-shirts, rec, uh, we got coffee mugs, we got all kinds of shit. We're going to be coming out with some cool sweatpants, getting geared up for the winter. I got some cool art coming out for that, so I will, uh, I'm sure, be telling you guys about it. Having all sa- said all that, thank you. See you on the next pod.